just 360 degrees. I was like, when I'm walking up, I'm like, I'm just going to turn. Just get up there. It's like a movie. And slowly turn and look and make sure there is no scary, murderous clown waiting to stab you in the face. Yeah, right. Which is what I'm imagining is going to happen. Or some woman that's been living up there since, like, the Cold War who, like, never left. Like, does you see canned goods up there? Schmeagles up there. <laughs> Don't tell anybody. On the final turn, when I completed the 360-degree turn, I saw a light switch right above my head. I was like, right yes! There. Thank you, my lord. Thank you. Thank you. So I turned that shit off and mission, oh, accomplished. Man. mission accomplished. How long was the light switch on for, though? Like a, like a long time? I think like three months. <laughs> something strange in your neighborhood. Attention. T minus 90 seconds in counting. All systems are go. television last night the stars network premiere of the film Krumpus. yes that's actually tr- true i was like what an interesting movie to be playing in june yeah and it was like their, yeah, their network they, premiere yeah, Kr- yeah Krumpus is on i same thing yeah I was like, all right so so i i obviously watched in the line of fire 1993 clint eastwood film it's great it's all discardy <laughs> back in the day i was gonna say nothing says summer kickoff like Krumpus. right right <laughs> So, uh, Michael's on the show, thankfully. Uh, looks like you got a little sun. Yeah. Um, looks like you're burnt to a crisp, actually. Scorchy. Fli- flip him over. This side is done. Yes. <laughs> it is hot, though. It's hot where, where, we, where we all are. It's oh, 101 no, in L.A. No, right now. I was in the sun and the Mediterranean sun for eight hours. Oh, my gosh. Exposed the whole time? Yes. Oh. On the Mediterranean yeah. Sea? Yeah, bouncing on a boat, right off. On a boat. I'm on a boat. Yeah, you were on a boat. What was going on there? That looked All fun. right, so I get approached when I went to the airport in Malta. It was in Malta. All right. And um, it was a good weekend. Nice. Got back this Sounds morning. Sounds like it. And um, I guess all these companies, the shuttle companies and the hotels, are all in bed with each other. And yeah. uh, Malta... There's a lot of history to it. Can't get into it all on the show, but there's most of its history dates back you know, to probably prehistoric time when there was civilization on Malta. But dinosaur. Uh, then it was the you're talking an island that was just conquered 
by so many different people oh. from so many different countries till finally the yeah. British or less took it over. And it's like, you know, the way Florida is the sixth borough to New York. Yeah. Malta is like the, that extra digit oh, really? of the United oh. Kingdom. So it's pretty much British by now. Oh. Anyway. That British Empire. What a big mix yeah. we all are. So that's where they all go, if not to Marbella. Marbella is for kind of like the, you know, real yuppie people who have well into the six figures. Malta sure. is a place everybody can time. afford. Yeah. Yes. So I get approached by this English woman Ooh. about uh, things to do with Malta. Nice and she was an agent. So all these people, all these Brits, and, and even a few, I think one of them was like Dutch, tried to sell me. Um, Sounds like a racket. It is. It's a racket. And it actually, it's good for the, for the customer, for the consumer, because we get a discount from the agents. But the poor guys on the street are trying to make a buck with walking uh, passer buyers. And uh, they all usually get tapped by the agents first for the, the cheaper prices. So those guys miss oh, out. Yeah. They're just waiting. So weird. So this agent said, let's make the most of your time. How long are you here for? I said, oh, I'm only a couple of days. And um, she offered me a, a pretty good deal on, on two boats. One, one was a night party, and it was all all inclusive for uh, food and drink. And hmm. me being the idiot that I am, I missed the boat. I would have done that too. But then I had another one booked during the day. And uh, I said, all right, I'll try to make the most of this. I'm out 40 euros, but whatever. Um, the reason I missed the first boat was because I went scuba diving. Well, that's a good day. reason to miss it. That's pretty yeah, fun. Right. Yeah. Scuba diving, wow. Yeah, so it wasn't something I, I think that. Uh, what a life. Make up. I don't think. I, I just. Did, we'll you talk have about a, the scuba did you have to I wear like a boat. tank? Yes. Ooh. I missed the boat to Malta because I was scuba diving. I've never had that problem. Uh, but I did miss episode three's company because I was getting ice cream. Uh, my weekend hasn't been as exciting, needless to say. I missed a uh, flight to Honolulu because I was um, editing a clip from a podcast show from two weeks ago. <laughs> two weeks ago. <laughs> And that's how I it happened. my buddy Lost because it was United. <laughs> yeah, right. Where, where is Malta I mean, could, exactly? Well, it's off the coast. And I could have made it. I could have made the boat, but uh, I got West dress. And I just... Um, it's probably tiring. Out of, I thought the time was at 10 o'clock. I thought it was a late night thing, but it wasn't. It was at 7.30. I went, ah, damn it. Nah, poopy. So. Where is Malta exactly? It's off the coast of... Uh, it's oh. about... 50 miles south of Sicily, about 150 miles east of Tunisia, and about okay. 200 miles south, I'm sorry, north of Libya. It's like, uh, so for all intents and purposes, it's probably the safest place that you, that you can get as close to ISIS as possible. I was going to ask, because that seems close to the northern Africa, so that's, it's still pretty safe there, though. It looks it's very safe. I mean, you don't really need cops even, but... That, there's, that there's, being said, there's a Islands. really small island and like a an island half its size right next to it called Cumming, and <laughs> oh, I love Gozo. Gozo. actually same country. <laughs> what a climax of a trip there! <laughs> and the other one's That's called Gozo. Gozo. Yeah. Gozo. Gozo. It's not coming. <laughs> yeah. Would you? Is Malta the place you'd ever 
make a special trip for? I mean, would you go out of your way to go there if you weren't in no, Europe? No, I, I wouldn't go out of my way. No, it's not that kind of place. Well, it's easy for me because it was only you know short flight, couple hours. Had a layover on the way down there. Had to stop in Munich, and then from there it was only well, still about two hours. And on the way back, I had a direct flight. But I wouldn't schlep all the way from the the west or even the east coast just to go to Malta. I would do that if there was like a tour. There was a there's a ferry that goes all the way around Sicily. It's an all-day thing. Yeah. Which was uh, something that I initially wanted to do. I just didn't have the time for it. So uh, I, I had you. to make the best of it with the scuba and the boat part. And with so. the scuba. Anything cool scuba diving? Did you see anything cool down there? Any shipwrecks? Uh, there are, but I, because I'm a beginner, I didn't get to see them. But there are a gotcha. lot of shipwrecks in that country. If you Google it, I, I think if you just do Google images from Malta or scuba diving Malta, you'll come up with so many. I, it's like I think that the ships were planted there just to make. I've heard that. Hot. Yeah, I've heard Malta. You always see on like Discovery Channel and things. They're always like going to Malta because there's like sunken German treasure ships and, and Ooh, old vessels yeah. that they just they're just yeah. everywhere. Pirates, storms, and, and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I didn't personally take too well to scuba. It's not a hobby I think I'm going to take up. No. No. I, I didn't even claustrophobic? Like it. Well, I, I, it, the pressure gets you. I had to keep equalizing its call as soon as you do on the, on the, like this all the time. No, oh, all that pressure builds up. And I felt like such yeah. a wuss. I, I had to stick my thumb in, up in the air, and that's, that's, what, that's the sign for you telling your instructor, I got to go up. I got to go up, like now. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. And I, Get me out of here. Thing, but I still felt like a wuss. I said, something's just not right. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong here. And, um, you yeah. know, she was a really, really sweet kid who was doing the... Uh, sweet kid. There were two instructors. One young girl looked like she was getting her full certification, and the master diver was this French gentleman who... Uh, he had my back the whole time. <laughs> Jacques Cousteau. Uh, oui, oui. Yeah, I, I felt like it just wasn't for me. You better be first. safe than sorry, yeah. Did you see something about it? Wow, I really got to breathe harder. (gasps) No thanks. Yeah, no thanks. I don't need. I don't want to time that. I don't want to need to time my breathing, so I don't have a heart attack. Yeah, I was sucking on that tank like a like a Ferrari Enzo on a gas tank. Yeah, if I'm not just gonna float effortlessly and see the wonders of the sea, then I don't want to do this. Yeah, I don't want to have to do signals when I have to go up because my pressure's gone. Yeah. Twitter. Twitter. So then. Yesterday, I went on the, the boat, and um, th- this was the afternoon boat. was a current. Oh, nice. It, it, the trip was probably longer than it needed to be. I mean, at the, after a while, it was kind of like, eh. It was time to I'm go. To, I, mean, I mean, I was burning to death. I actually had a nice English woman say to me, uh, excuse me, dear, um, do you have any lotion on you? And, uh, and uh, I said, actually, I'm out. I didn't bring any. I didn't have any. Um, so back is really pink. Would, would you like some? <laughs> and put it interestingly on. enough, I said, yeah, sure. So she put some up. But the damage was done by that point. There was just no way to uh-huh. really salvage left of my skin, which was right. That's probably, so miserable. You, know, you got to get the spray and the aloe, and all you can do is just, like, like sit miserable. Like showers hurt. Exactly. Put the showers hurt. The fucking What's the load on my back? It actually was kind of cool because I met a guy on the boat. He was an Irish guy. He was a fighter. And yeah. um, 
he was working the same company was who was offering me the lotion. So uh, that that actually made way for it was kind of an icebreaker because he was there, and then we just started talking. He says, "Where are you from?" And I, and I told him, and uh, he was from Dublin, and so we started chatting. And for the rest of the whole um, three hours, maybe it was the rest Whoa. of the three hours of that boat. Oh, nice! You found a good mate. Fighting about Dublin. A good Irishman. Oh, nice. Colorful yeah. people in Malta. So I gave him my leftover ticket from the night before for the boat party that I missed. He had actually moved down to Malta uh, with this new company that I was working with. And I just said, here, you know, I'm not even going to try and get my money back here. You take it. It's, it's a, I think the boat sails like every Friday night or something. Oh, that's nice of you. That's a good, good chat. Good lad. But I was about eight hours out there in the Mediterranean sun. And I'll tell you what the Mediterranean sun really is so fascinating yeah it's, there's so many it's so dirty. holy shit so many parts. is it dirty we talk about uh the, we talk about saving the planet right yeah so yes. we go to this famous place called the blue lagoon i say it's famous because Ooh. one i think that's where popeye's village was where the movie popeye was shot. oh yeah that's oh, still yeah. standing i think and the creature. Uh, I know it's lagoon. somewhere. We saw it, but nobody pointed out that's Popeye's village, so I assume that was it, but it could be another part of the island. Robin Williams. Wow. Um, but it's also famous because a lot of people go there to swim, and it's a lot of party boats. And, you know, people using the earth as their own personal trash can. Oh. I was swimming it in garbage. Oh, no. Oh, no way. And, and you guys know me. Fucking I'm not idiots. big on the, on the um, carbon emissions destroying the earth. The way people say, it, but God, I hate pollution. I yeah, hate pollution. it's nasty. Yeah, right, I know. Like at the very least, it's just gross. Sick. <laughs> it was gross. I'm swinging this. I was like, ugh. Yeah, it sounds so, like Santa Monica. That syringes. So the first thing I said to myself was, you know, I, I kind of want to see if I can get this to go viral, but it probably won't. But I just wanted to take a picture of all the filth. Oh my God. And, you're right, and, and just say, you know, it doesn't take voting. And politicians to change the planet. It starts with you. Pick up that yes. goddamn stuff. So Throw well your said. garbage. Away. I, I remember Very when well said. we were we were maybe eleventh grade. We we Mike and myself and a few others skipped school one day. Went to New York and somebody in our company threw like a cigarette pack or something on the ground. And Mike goes, "Hey, pick that up. That's the problem with you. You're the one. You know, Juliana's trying to clean this up. You're making this place filthy. You're the problem with this city. Why it's dirty? I'm sorry." Yes. I'm sorry. Yes. That's what it starts off. Just call the guy out, you know? Yes. Stop littering. Stop throwing your shit all over the place. Yeah. Oh, and, you know, it's, it's, it's in the suburbs, too. I mean, it's not just all in. It's a, yeah, yeah, right. It's not it's just even on Manhattan. I mean, Jersey, Long Island, everywhere you see, it's just people throw garbage out the window. Nasty. I got yeah. friends that do it. It's a health hazard. They, they know it pisses me off. Oh, that's no good. What was the, uh, the Popeye's Village? Uh, you were on the boat. You saw that on whatever island that was. Yeah, I, I don't know if that. If you, got, seen you guys it. didn't stop or anything. You just kind of saw it. You said we stopped in a couple of places. It was a beach, and of course the lagoon, and that's where I stopped. No, oh, the blue lagoon. The creature. That's what I thought. I would go for the creature. Yeah, get that creature. Creature from the black lagoon. <laughs> what was the blue lagoon though? That was where the blue the lagoon. Was. It's like a. Not just a lagoon, I guess. But Isn't that's that where like the morning boats all there. Yeah. I'm gonna look this up, Popeye. Yeah, every and a lot of those uh 
famous movie sets that are still standing articles. Because, um, you know, those are a dime a dozen. You always see Popeye in there because it's like they, they build it specifically for the film and uh, it's still standing. I never saw Popeye yeah. with Robin Williams. No, me uh, neither. I never like saw it either. Huh? It looked weird to me. I was like, oh, I'll stay with the cartoon. I don't need to see the yeah. human version, yeah. forced yeah. human version. <laughs> you know, the, to, to check. there's a place in Europe. I'm guessing this is still Europe. It's called Bosnia and Herzegovina. Yeah, I was there last month. It's yeah. weird that it's two names. <laughs> no. Like, uh, is, so <laughs> is there any other it, one it that's comes from and fighting, fighting and unity after the fall of Yugoslavia. Right. Basically, like, they were trying to create two countries, but somehow, I guess, NATO, I, I, I'm actually just assuming all this. Yeah. I don't know, but I know that the whole area has been war-torn for the last half century, and yeah. probably more than that. Yeah, it's like we can't uh, figure out what side. Yeah, they, they can't pick an E for for a map. So they managed to unify. Okay, okay. So uh, let's just say we call this part of the country the Bosnian side, and this part of the country the Herzegovina side. But it's all one Bosnian Herzegovina. It's one big mush. Which is what I'm sure will never happen in Israel and Palestine. But no, right. But that's kind of what they're trying to do. What they yeah, did is terrible. That's all. Yeah, Popeye Village in Anchor Bay wow. is uh, it's on the it's in Anchor Bay in the northwest corner of the Mediterranean island of Malta, uh, two miles from the village of uh, Millennia. Millennia. Looks like it's still standing. Popeye. Somalia. Somalia. Mogadishu. <laughs> what else is going on? What's going on in the news? I saw in the thread Johnny Depp came up. That guy's got Johnny some problems. Depp, yeah, threatening the president. Yeah, I uh, thought that was like a major He's off his no rocker, no. man. It's a, it's a, yeah, you can't, even if you don't do it. It's now still, he's saying, hell. right, I take that very seriously, but I think now he's saying, oh, I knew this joke was going to have repercussions. And I said, well, yeah, you're famous. A lot of people are going to read it. I mean, if some schmo who nobody's ever heard of puts a tweet like that out, might cause some stir and it might get picked, but he can probably save his ass by deleting it in time because he's right. not going to have a billion followers, you know. Well, he said it at a festival too, and 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 um, I don't know if it was England, but he was in like front of a crowd, and he made that joke, um, hilarious, and it got some booze and things like that. But uh, yeah, that's uh, there's repercussions for that, and that guy's kind of off his his rocker at this point. He, you know, he has problems. Financially, and then there's like the yeah. abuse allegations. I mean, uh, there's a lot uh, deeper shit going on with him than than Jack Sparrow. I mean, that guy's I feel got like some issues. When you use the word assassinate in a joke, it kind of gets like a little more personal because you know, right? We always use assassinate for like when presidents are killed, so it's right. like ah, Absolutely. it's not like a funny word. <laughs> And it's poor yeah. taste, too. You know? right. Planning on doing the, that. You don't assassinate. What was it that Chris Rock said? You know, Biggie and Tupac were not assassinated. They were not political figures. <laughs> School right. will be open on their birth. Right, right. Yeah. They're not politically... Uh, it was not politically yeah. motivated. Biggie. Do you guys see the Tupac movie? I haven't seen it. No. I won't see that theater. Heard it was I good. Yeah, you hear good things. News here. Uh, so, 
Oh, okay, so the oldest serving inmate of the federal system, Sonny Francis, 100 years old, just released oh, from yeah. prison. 100 years that. old? Yeah. New York gangster released from prison at age 100. John Sonny Francis. Eh? Wow. Yeah. 100. Under boss of the Colombo family. I don't know what he's doing. I mean, I guess he's got his wits about him, but. Um, That's true. I, I don't know. What, what's he going to do? Does he have all his marbles still yeah. rolling? Is he going to live? Been marbles left? Eight years. 100 years old. This is He's the oldest, he was the oldest guy that was serving? His, his wife said, yeah. his, uh, his estranged wife, Christina, said, I'd be shocked if he doesn't live to 100. That man can do jail time standing on his head. <laughs> <laughs> is that a quick real quote? Yeah. Nice. Well, his son you know. has often said that I think the only, sometimes I think the only reason I'm alive is because of my father's still alive and they're not going to come after me. But once he goes... Uh, oh. Yeah, I might help him. Might have to uh, go into witness uh, protection. Well, he can't really because everybody knows his face because he's all over the country, really all over the globe, actually. He does oh. these speaking events. I'll have to get a sex change. <laughs> Do you got here, um, Atlantic City, the Hard Rock Hotel bought the Taj Mahal, and they're going to open it up Memorial Day weekend um, next year? Which is good, you know, that Atlantic City board revitalization, you know, all the closed down casinos and whatnot. So they're going to, they pumped 500 million into renovating the former Trump Taj Mahal and it's going to be the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino, Uh, which is good, you know, because you need to bump that in there. Hard Rocks are sweet. They are. uh, Yeah, you can always, can't go wrong with them. Yeah. Yeah. I think I saw the smallest Hard Rock this morning. It was at the airport. An airport. Yeah. Really? An airport hard rock? Yes. Yeah, it was tiny. Which airport? Malta. Luca. Nice. Sure. You know, I always got to get a, a pint glass when I, sit, when I go to a different city from hard rock. It's like a thing. And then they close down and you're like, well, at least I have this shirt. It's sleeping. Tweet us. Squid it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, school podcast. What else is going on? What else has happened? Uh, Susan Boyle brutally attacked by a gang of teen thugs. <laughs> what? what the fuck? Is that true? I saw it in the yes. airport. What the heck? Susan Boyle? One witness told the mirror of the attacks. We were inside a bus, and they were throwing stones, screaming, and shouting things at her. Another time, 10 to 15 of them were surrounding and throwing stuff. They lit a piece of paper and threw it at her face. What? The- then I was going inside the mill because You know, I always see these. I always see these ads that look. You wouldn't believe what Susan Boyle looks like yeah. now, but it's clickbait, and you can scan through. It's it's like right. all clickbait. Yeah, you, you have to go through the hundred of them first to actually get to the you headline. You have to see the ads for larger pills. In the first place. And she doesn't Susan even really Boyle. look different. Right. <laughs> then I was. Then I was going inside the mill center. Susan was walking out, and they were all standing at the entrance, and they said to her, why don't you go get a pair of glasses, you ugly old bitch? It's horrendous. It's horrible. What the fuck? Where was this at? Oh, my God. While I was waiting at the bus, they lobbed a glass bottle at my head. Luckily, it missed. It would have been painful if it hit me. Uh, I don't know where this is, but... uh, That's weird. In the United, in, in the UK, 
Maybe in, maybe at Malta. British Britain's <laughs> talent. Maybe in Malta. A sunburnt man was hurling trash at me, telling me to pick up my shit, says Susan Boyle. A sunburnt man. <laughs> now, recently was scuba diving. Wait a second. <laughs> Wait a second. Somebody sent me a video of Susan Boyle once singing um, Wild Horses. And it was just a YouTube video, like a, a still shot of her face, but it wasn't like a flattering picture. So I thought it was a joke. And I was like, ha, look at that. Look at that. Look at that old mule. And he's like, no, I, I mean, I'm just, I know you like the song. I, I thought it was like a beautiful, I was like, oh, you're a fan. No, I mean, it's really good. It's really good. Nice I thought it was like a joke. choice, though. I'm like, I get it. But it wasn't funny enough where I'm like, interesting. Okay. Right. It's kind of weird. Yeah. You ever get that when somebody says something, you don't, you think it's a joke and you're just like, ha, what a yeah. jackass. And they're like. <laughs> No, it's my dad, and he needs money for his liver. And I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I thought it was an article. Or I'll, I'll just respond, awesome. And then they'll go, did you look at the picture? And I'm like, I'll go back and look at the picture. In the background, there's, like, someone hanging themselves. Oh, uh, yeah. never mind. <laughs> oh, yeah, that happens a lot, too. They'll send you, like, a 10-minute YouTube video, and I'll be like, that is awesome. Yeah. And it's just like, <laughs> no, nah, that was a funeral footage of my grandma. And I was like, it's like did you watch it? And then I'll have to watch it, and I'll be like, oh, I thought it was something else. What did you think about the end? Oh, so good. Oh, it, well, it wasn't like I had, there was like an echo with the audio. It all kind of got fucked up. What was good about oh. it? <laughs> what was the, well, it was good that you still put it out there, knowing it was bad, because you're a bold man. Don't care. Yeah. Gives no way shits. To, way to commit. Or when somebody sends you a long YouTube video, and you just click like three different parts and quote whatever part you hear to give the illusion you watched it like huh how about this line yeah. la 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 and they're like yeah isn't that great it's like yeah you fast forward right to the middle they, you wait till something funny happens quote it move on it's so, yeah exactly and then they call you out and they're like but it's 12 minutes long and you just responded four minutes later it's like no I watch it quick Yeah. that doesn't make any sense great character what do you mean he murdered everyone at the end <laughs> He's the character development was great. Yeah. No self-respecting southern man eats instant grits. Great villain. <laughs> no self-respecting southern eats. I take pride in the grits. Are you to tell me that your grits cook faster in your kitchen than anywhere else? I don't know. I guess I got confused. I'm done with this guy. What movie, John? I have no idea. Cousin Minnie. Oh wow. Great flick. Old one. Classic. Those memories have been burned away. <laughs> Sorry, the two defendants. Defendants. Mr. Gambini, what is that outfit that you have on? Didn't what, they say one? Marissa Tomei didn't win that Oscar like it was a mistake, it was a flub? Yeah. Yeah, like it was, they called the wrong name. That is so weird. She's hot. She's an Oscar winner, Jerry. The Oscar. What's the next award show coming up? The uh, the Emmys. Gosh, I'm seeing know. LA's got the for your considerations billboards up, and I think it's the Emmys. But uh, why are these are shows? They, would they be? In, would they be? I don't even read any of my SAG after emails. I just go straight to delete. September seventeenth. Spam. September seventeenth. The sixty ninth. <laughs> annual Emmy Awards. Uh -huh. I'm live on NBC from Microsoft Theater in Los Angeles. Live on NBC in Los Angeles. Hosted by... Jimmy Campbell? Close, kind of. No? I want Jimmy Fallon. No. Close? 
Oh, uh, oh, it's the um, guy that everybody likes. James Corden. Yeah. Nope. The late night guy. Yeah, the only one you haven't mentioned. Oh, Stephen Colbert. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Stephen Colbert. Big Stephen mouth liberal. Colbert. He's he's a big mouth. That will be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't watched him uh, on late night. Is he is he pretty good? I don't watch late night television really anymore. You know, I'll catch once, maybe once in a blue moon. But Isn't it I, funny? It's usually something they fact on YouTube. Like yeah. in the Carson, Leno, Letterman days, like late night TV yeah. was the only thing on late at night. So that's right. why everyone watched it. Now right. it's like, sorry, we'll right. catch your highlights on YouTube the next day. That's what, I, that's what I'll do. I'll watch like, <laughs> right. the, the highlights or something, but the you don't need so to loud. watch them. I've seen more of Jay Leno's Garage in the short time that's been on than I've seen in his whole span of The Tonight Show. Oh, really? How yeah. is his garage? How is that? You know, honestly, they do more of other people's cars than his own. What? Oh, like he reviews them? Yeah, yeah he'll have a guest on who brings in whatever vehicle they drive. And I've been following one on Instagram. This guy really makes me sick. I mean, not, he's a good guy, I'm sure. Anyway, he's, uh, <laughs> he's got a ridiculous collection of Ferraris. Oh, wow. And he's, uh, he's a watch guy. You know, he runs a jewelry store in L.A. That's his business. And he must be the most successful watch man in Los Angeles because he can afford a lot of Ferraris. Yeah, to have to a be. Ferrari collection, you might have some money. Yeah. You might have some dough. Some extra available to you. You guys want to hear some of the craziest cars in uh, Leno's garage here? He's got a his. I mean, I know most of them. He's got his '58 Buick Roadmaster still, and uh, what makes that car so special to him is it was his first car, not that particular one, but that was no, I'm sorry, it was that one actually. It was his first car, and he juiced it up with like 650 horsepower. Oh my gosh! Whoa! Yeah. 650? Mama! That's like 650 horses dragging you. <laughs> he's got Duesenbergs. He's got old Bugattis from like the 20s Duesenberg. that were old racers at Le Mans. Oh, wow. Uh, German engineering. He has a uh, 1969 a Lamborghini. He has a Fiat Abarth. His is a 2012, I believe. He has a, a 1969 Lamborghini Miura. Oh. It's one of the five... Most beautiful designs to ever come out of Italy's design house. It's considered to be the original supercar. He has a 1972 Mercedes that he reviewed, and uh, it was a really, really posh Mercedes, like the the what would be the the Maybach of its time. You know, had like the refrigerator for the champagne in it. Oh and wow! 72. James you know, Bond. Yeah. Yeah. I can't even imagine driving one of these things. He has a 1939 Lagonda V12 replica. Uh, Lagonda. Here's a cool Uganda car. V12. The Ugandan giant. He's got a 1928 Bentley Speed Six. Uh, this thing looks what? like a like a toy car almost. It's like just metal with a British flag in the back. Um, 1928. It was what? a race car. 1928. Uh, he must. That's probably why he lives in a modest house. He spends all his money on cars. Because I know his house in Burbank, it's like nice, but it's nothing. You'd be like, "Whoa, look at that house!" 
It's like a right. ranch kind of looking house. But he probably spent all of his fortune on. And supposedly they say he doesn't touch his Tonight Show money. I don't see how that's possible because there's no way just stand up doing no. stand up. Oh, but he gets costs. paid like over a million a, a, an hour. You know, yeah, like wherever he goes, kids. he makes so much. He can do like five shows in a weekend, five million right there. Yeah, my, and, uh, and he probably gets him. more than that. Here's the Bugatti. Like it's tears. Stern talks shit about him all the time as a comic that he steals material. Yeah, I've never, I've never been a fan. People have said that too. I've never been a fan. But those guys can make like crazy money doing that. Um, I know Seinfeld will do a corporate gig for like a half an hour and can get paid like two million dollars. Yeah. Like yeah. General Electric will hire him for like a sales conference and like we have Seinfeld coming because you know. They can afford right. it, and those and guys can just cash. clean up doing these corporate gigs. Yeah. Yeah, here's a. Uh, I, I, I don't know dinners. about his comp. I've only seen a few clips of his old stuff, but I mean, I, I do like his show because I'm a car guy. Yeah, yeah. No, I like uh, that. I think the show would be more interesting than the, than the stand up. Here's that Bugatti you were talking about. Yeah, the, the car stuff is, is fascinating. Yeah. I wonder how he, how, he, how he picks to take them out. Like, does some he just never touches? Or does he actively like go out, go downstairs and like, what am I going to take out today? You know, and just take it for a rip. Yeah, I mean, it's almost exactly like me and what hat I choose to wear each day. Just uh, a little difference in the price. Right. Wait, what hat? John? John's going to take a take a whip of the five with a uh, with his Padres hat. Yeah, mm-hmm. Nineteen eighty six Lamborghini Do You remember when those were on like Coutage. in school? Those were on every like binder or uh, yeah. folder uh, that people thought that was such a cool car in like the late 80s right it's just so boxy now those things are, are great to have but you can you really can't drive them much because the maintenance on them will cost you more than the vehicle's worth in one year's time i mean one of my favorite oh, really? Ferraris of all time not so much for performance but for style was the, the the 90s model ferrari f355 i just it was the most beautiful design at that time in fact, still probably could hold uh, the, the yeah. most, the prettiest, most aesthetics, I'd say. Uh, it was just a sharp car. But to own one, you could get one for maybe 50-something thousand, 60,000, might have a few miles on it. But yeah. the maintenance, just for like a, <laughs> a, probably a tire rotation, maybe even a change with a, an oil change, you, you could be spending 5,000 bucks. Oh, Oh. Not worth it. Not worth no. it at that point. Not worth it at all. That's duty. What's a Citroen? That's a French car? Uh, Citroen. They're all over Oh, really? Citroen. Are they cool looking? The one he has is pretty cool. Kind of weird. Kind of looking car. Kind of weird. You know where you could see those in the States, the old antique ones? You go down to Bourbon Street. Oh, really? How, yeah, the little delivery boys drive around in antique Citroens. That red really? one, that little thing, it's like a hot dog. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a little hot dog roll. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. It's so small. The original smart car. Not really. <laughs> yeah, these uh these cars are I wonder how I think he has what, over two hundred cars? Yeah. Two hundred. See that I think is the most interesting thing about him, his car collection. He should have just had I mean he has a show on YouTube, right? Yeah, yeah, that's Jay Leno's garage, but now it's on regular television. But I have, I think the one on television is more geared towards like race cars and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think he had 
George W. Bush on. I don't know what they were driving together, but that should be the, the season opener, I think, for his new season. But the ones that I watch on YouTube are from his website. He's got a beautiful, mm. I think it's 58 Chrysler Imperial. I'm sorry, no, it was just an Imperial. Even though it was made by Chrysler, Chrysler didn't actually use the name that year of Chrysler Imperial. They just called it the Imperial. Maybe. Uh, but it was a Chrysler product. And uh, beautiful car. Dude, oh, the wow. 1962 L Tiburon Shark. Yeah, I just saw that on that list. That is the craziest looking car. Like, the front of it looks like a whale shark. Yeah, <laughs> it looks like wow. a whale shark. And it's painted like, you know, it's white on the bottom, then blue, then like dark blue on the top. That is he's, got a, he's got a truck that, that I was thinking about buying. And it was a 1991 GMC Cyclone. He's got one. They only put out 3,000 of them. And at the time, it was the fastest accelerating vehicle on the market that was, you know, production. It did like 0 to 60 in 4.6 seconds, which for 1991 was practically unheard of. Oh, my gosh. That Jeep thing? No, it's a pickup. It's a tiny pickup. Yeah. It's not something you can tow anything with. It's like a little but, truck. Uh, yeah, it's like a it's sport cool. truck, but that thing can't carry more than like 500 pounds. You couldn't carry a sumo wrestler in the bed of that thing. <laughs> there's a, um, there's a car application here that asks you a series of questions. And then they'll tell you at the end which which kind of car you need to be driving. Do you guys want to? You oh, guys want yes. me to? You guys want to dive into this? Duesenberg. All right. Uh, so let's see here. Uh, we'll start with John and then Mike. Uh, which what is your favorite color? Blue. Uh, sky blue. All right, Michael. That depends on the car. Just your favorite color, period. Like in life, I guess. Well, uh, I would usually answer that depends on the car. Uh, my favorite color depends on the car. But I'll go yeah. with... Uh, hmm. Damn. I'm going to go with metallic red, and there's so many different ones. Ooh. But uh, Mondo red, it was called. Oh, that was a, that, I don't know if they Bob still use it. It was a special color on Ferrari. Van Dyke Brown. All right. Uh what, who's your favorite character from Top Gear? Is it the Stig, Jeremy Clarkson, Richard? I only Hatton, know the faces. I don't know the names. Or James May. Yeah, but they, all I could think of is the guy with the gray hair. That's uh, that's Jeremy Clarkson. Okay, well we'll go with him. John, say them again. The Stig, Jeremy Clarkson, Richard Hammond, or James May. Top Gear. I think this show has been, hasn't that show been changed? Never seen that shit. I haven't seen it either. <laughs> I, I saw that shit through high school and college in real life. Um, I'll say Hammond. All right. Uh, I thought the of, show was off the air, then they brought it back and brought new guys on. I mean, I don't know. New crew. Okay. Uh, what is, out of these choices, um, the best car company? You ready? Yes. Ford? Jaguar, Volkswagen, Fiat, Aston Martin, Toyota, Porsche, or Mini. That makes sense. Porsches, Volkswagen. I know. And Jaguar and Aston Martin used to be Ford. Oh, I guess I guess the the best car they're trying to trying to ask out of those. 
Ford. What else? Ford. Ford. Toyota. Ford. Jaguar. Volkswagen. Fiat. Aston Martin. Toyota. Porsche. Mini. Mini. Porsche. Porsche for Mike. Jonathan. Um, I'll say Toyota. Toyota. All right. I love what you do. What is the most out of these choices, boys? We're almost done, and then we'll we'll see what car you need to be driving because these these quizzes are very scientific. Uh, out of the these choices, what is the what is the what is most important to you about a car? Um, is it the driving skills, the look, the price, the speed, the durability, it being comfortable, it being older? Or it being new. I'll read those again. What is the most important thing about a car to you? It's driving skills. The look. The price of it. It's speed. It's durability. It's comfortableness. It being old, perhaps vintage, or it being That's brand new. I would say replace the price of it with... The value, because that's what I'm most concerned about. If I just right. say the price, I sound like a cheap ass. You know, I, I want the basic thing. If you can get rid of an air conditioner and save me a couple hundred, let's do it. And there yeah, are people right. And like that. But <laughs> I want the most bang for the buck. So you take the styling, which Porsche, beautifully styled car. Some of them are a little bit overvalued, especially for used cars. I mean, Terrific. they don't appreciate. Right. And if I wanted to get... A Carrera for, uh, I don't know, we'll say a 911 Carrera convertible with 355 horsepower. Beautiful car. But it's still going to cost me, even if it's like a 2009, it's probably going to cost me like 60 grand or something to buy a, a, an eight-year-old. Yeah. Whereas I can get 450 horsepower. I can even get more. I can buy a... Camaro ZL1 with 580 horsepower, and it's still a pretty good-looking car. I mean, it's it's not a Porsche, but it's more bang for the buck. Right. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah. Like, I think the value could fall in your so I would say value is, is what I'm looking yeah, for. Yeah, because you said, Clark, you said, like, the price and the durability. So that's kind of like, yeah, the value. Yeah. It's like what durability, it, the best durability for the... That's a viable answer. Cheapest amount. I'm going to put that down. <laughs> Next question. Uh, out of these choices, which of these cars looks the best to you? Is it uh, Ferrari? Lamborghini? Jaguar F-Type? <laughs> Back m Mono? Huh? A what? I've never heard of it. What? Back mono. Oh, it's like a prototype car, I, I guess. Back mono. I guess. Uh, oh. Tesla Model S, Fiat 500, a Pagani, P-A-G-A-N-I. You know what that is? I know what a Pagani is. I think Leno's got one. All right. It's a pretty sweet car. Damn. Or a Mercedes. Or a Mercedes. I'll read those again. Style? Ferrari. Ferrari? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ferrari. I would pick that too. Lamborghinis have kind of, I don't know, taken on a. Some of them just aren't that sharp. Like the yeah. Mercedes, oh, I don't think is that pretty a car. The Gallardo, I never thought it was a beautiful car. The most beautiful Lamborghini that was ever made 
was the 90, like late 90s, I'll use the 99 as the model year, the Diablo. Yes, Diablo. yeah. That was a beautiful, I saw one in the Hamptons that I'm just drooling over, because you don't see too many of those anymore. They're, they're worth a fortune, like well over 400,000. Oh my gosh. Damn. Damn. John, what would you say for the most stylish out of those? What were they again? It was a Ferrari, mm -hmm. a Lamborghini, uh -huh. Jaguar, yeah. Bach Mono. What's that? Uh, it looks like a prototype Spell kind of it. car. BAC is the first word. Second word is M-O-N-O. -O. First thing that came up. Ooh, okay, keep going. Tesla Model S. Okay. Fiat 500. Uh, Pagani. Spell that. Or P-A-G-A-N-I. Pagani. Or 1987 Ford Festival. <laughs> that Pagani. Pagani looks like a Hot Wheel. Yeah, yeah, that's it's, it's a goofy looking car. I don't really care. Nobody really drives them as regular cars. It's no. Kind of yeah, it's like a. I have one of these. I've never heard of it. It's I gotta great. agree with Biscardi. Ferrari's just. This guy had a Knicksig nice on my dick block. On wheels. <laughs> he used to keep parked in the same place all the time on the street in Manhattan. I mean, all the money this guy had to buy a Knicksig, he left it on the street in New York and didn't put it in a garage. Oh, so stupid. Yeah. Dumbass. John, what was your, your choice? Ferrari. All right. Out of these six countries, who makes the best cars? Italy, Germany, France. Definitely not. Britain, Austria, or Japan? Out of these six countries. For, for durability? <laughs> well, what does Austria even make nowadays? I don't know. Who makes the best? Italy, Italy, Germany, France, Britain, Austria, Japan. I'll say Italy, but even though I'm only basing that on style performance because I'm a supercar nut, um, but really Japan makes the most durable cars in yeah. history. Yeah, if you're going for just everyday man car, they'll, uh, they'll last for you. I'll go with Japanese. Japanese. All right. There's uh, two, two more questions here. Two more questions, and we'll tell you what you should be driving. Uh, out of these um, Formula One drivers, who was your favorite? Jensen Button, Sebastian Vettel, Lewis Hamilton, Nico Rosberg, or Fernando Alonso? <laughs> I don't know who any of these people all are. Of, all, none of the above. I'm not a Formula One guy. I'm gonna Never put was. I'm gonna put you guys down. Give me for, the last uh, guy, Alonso. Fernando Alonso. Fernando Alonso. I'll, I would take I'll take him name. too. Fernando right. Alonso sounds like he's starting in center field for the Detroit Tigers. Final question. <laughs> Final question. Fernando. Which would describe you the best? You. Are you cool? Oprah. Cool. Hot. Fun, <laughs> down to earth, hmm. sweet, ah. athletic, yeah. every girl's dream, oh. or expensive, cool, hot, fun, down to earth, sweet, athletic, aidsy. No, <laughs> every girl's dream, 
or expensive. Yeah, see, if I say I'm down to earth, that's going to put me in a down to earth car. Right, they're going to ah. give you like a, a, a VW van. Right. Right. <laughs> a guy who doesn't like to look ostentatious. You're driving a Prius. Yeah. Right. I want the answer that gives me the hot wheels. Right. Driving a 1999 Nissan Altima that's white. And it has the tire and the, the spare in the trunk is partially deflated, but it's there. Don't worry. Hmm. I'm going to say cool. I want to say hot. All right. No, it's not going to believe in myself. I'm just saying say. hot. John is saying cool. Cool operator. And let's see what car you guys should be driving. Yes, in. I'm excited. Come on, hurry up! It's ca- it's calculating. I just googled weird cars. This is quite a rabbit hole I'm going down right now. So many cars in the shape of different shoes. I'll come up with like a this, 1932 Fano Suiza. This one's awesome. It's just <laughs> like a green ball with wheels, four wheels. What is it called? I don't know. It doesn't have a name. Just Google weird cars and the first little green guy that pops up. Literally just Google weird cars? Yes. <laughs> Images. All right. The, calcu- the calculations are in. Michael, yeah, your, the car that you should be driving is a Ferrari 458. Mm, thank uh, you. Red, naturally. John, you should be driving a KTM Expo. KTM Expo? Yeah, like X hyphen bow, B-O-W. That a black is and a one. fucking go-kart. <laughs> what is it? It's, a, it's like a souped-up go-kart. Well, you better start saving. Or what the fuck? Checking the old it's auto trader. It's based on that, that Formula One answer. <laughs> that's, what it, that's what it was. That's what screwed me, Jerry. So, there you go. It was a waste of 20 minutes. You guys will never have returned to you. <laughs> Thanks. Well, i got a funny story about the Ferrari 458. Last week, or two weeks ago, I think it was. Uh, so, I see one at a bank, and the guy I'm walking with, not a car guy, I guess, I said, holy God, look at that Ferrari. Yeah. And uh, he goes, which one is that, the white one? I said, no, the red one, the, the white one I think you're looking at over there, it's a Nissan. No. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> what was it? You know, he mistook yeah, no, a Ferrari no. for a Nissan? Or a and Nissan then he asked, for a what kind of car is that? And my accent. And, and I said, I just said it's a Ferrari? Well, you never seen one before? And it was a 458, I think. Oh, my oh. gosh. Wow. What baggery. Well. Complete douchebaggery. Do you mean that, uh, that Ferrari over there? It looks pretty. I mean, sure. if you had said something like, now, which model Ferrari is that? Because they change them up all the time. I mean, Ferrari takes, the model typically takes on the cubic inch. The number is a, no, I'm sorry, the, is it cubic inch valves? I'm sorry, no, liter valves. I can't remember. But that's how they get the 458. Liter valves and cylinder, maybe. I don't know. Mr. Leno, so- I, I really love your... Uh- your Porsche, your beautiful yellow Porsche. Well, actually, it's a taxi cab. That's a napkin. That's a taxi <laughs> cab from the movie Taxi. It's a checker. I bought it uh, from a, an auction. Hey, Kevin, we got a great show here, Kevin. Look at this. That's actually a napkin. 
You know, somebody invented. Um, you remember the toy car as a kid? It was like the red car with the yellow, um, yellow roof, and you're like you move your feet with it. Like three year olds had it. Yeah. Somebody made a life size version of that for sixty thousand wow. dollars that actually drives on the road. What? <laughs> Somebody has way too much time and money on their hands. Seriously. You could look it up. I don't know the name. Remember what that was called. It was like Play. It was a Fisher Price. Fisher, Fisher Price, Price car. But somebody, an adult, real. actually invented a real drivable car. Oh, it's the. Um, it looks like. Oh, wow. No, I actually. That is. Is that real? I don't know. I can see this. It's like a grandfather and his little kid driving it on the street. Why would you do that? Because I see someone who just painted like a one of those smart cars, I guess, to just look like one. Is that what it is? I don't know. I know it's getting late there. Do you guys want to start slicing, uh, take a break, and maybe slice tonight in the W? Slash it. Yeah, that's a good one to close on, I think. Uh, I'm driving. i got to go get to my 458 Ferrari. That'll yes. Good <laughs> you, you, need to, you need to hop in there and, and, and cruise <laughs> the countryside. I'm so glad we could do a show today. we got everybody on board. Hell yes. Great. Snuck one in here on a Sunday afternoon. Afternoon. Tweet us. Squid up. At the underscore podcast. The gentleman in charge of the Fisher Price assembly line, Matthew Clark, to the man driving the Ferrari, Michael Biscardi, to the gentleman with an expo go kart, John Hassinger saying, Thank you for listening and good night, everyone. <laughs>